0: Hello there and welcome to episode 49 of the Night Gallery podcast. Today we're going to be talking about Keep in Touch, We'll Think of Something. It's the second story from episode 10 of season 2, written and directed by Gene Kearney, based on an original idea from him. And that's a a rare thing because normally uh, the stories of uh, Night Gallery are normally uh, based on short stories, with the exception of, obviously, the Rod Serling um, original uh, scripts that he put forward so let's let rod introduce it i presume
1: that most of you in moments of weakness or in spasms of compassion have picked up a hitchhiker the story behind this item here has to do with a man who stops his car and invites a stranger in and such a stranger the kind that makes you wish you'd taken the bus or stayed in bed it's title keep in touch we'll think of something
0: Okay, our story features a musician called Eric, who's played by Alex Cord. And he goes to the police station and reports that his car has been stolen. Um, apparently, he was giving a lift to an attractive hitchhiker, and she basically, well, he nipped out to get a paper from the newspaper shop. She'd driven off in his car. Uh, the police say, it's a bit unfortunate, but unless there's an assault being um, made, They're not going to really put an an APB out to catch this woman. But if they find the car, obviously they'll be in touch. Three days later, Eric comes in and says a very ridiculous story, really, in truth. He goes, right, I found my car and I went to, to, um, to drive off with it. And the woman popped up, pistol whipped me. And then stole the car again. The police are understandably rather suspicious of this. However, because you know it's a claim of assault, they have to take it very seriously. And so he gives a a photo fit ID of the woman to them. And they they find her. They find her quite quickly. It's a woman called Claire Foster, who's played by Joanna Pettit, who Night Gallery fans will uh, remember from The House, from season one. She's actually uh, act the actor Alex Cord's uh, wife at the time, anyway. Who who was playing Eric here? They do, um, well, they do a a lineup, uh, one of those, you know, one of those prison lineup, um police lineups, and uh, instead of picking out the woman who obviously is it because she looks exactly like the picture rather than picking him out he basically just runs off he goes to a bar does Eric and um, when she follows him curious about what's going on obviously she's an innocent woman and Eric then lets slip exactly what's on his mind
1: no you're the one alright right. be the one I've been looking for ever since I was in college. I'd know that face anywhere. The smile, the way your hair falls across your eyes, your lips. It's funny, but we never touched, not physically. We just communicated with looks, a kind of projected understanding, at parties across the room, passing on the street. Where has all this happened, Mr. Sutton? In my dreams. I didn't understand what you were talking about. So you dreamed I stole your car? No, no, not at all. My dreams of you are always beautiful, always extraordinary when you look at me in those dreams even though you say nothing i feel such love and understanding
0: from you that i'm sublimely happy and capable of anything this woman's face so obviously claire is uh, is haunting his dreams every time he sees her he, you know he he knows this woman already although they've never met their conversation continues and Claire points out that her husband also has a dream. His is not quite so pleasant, though. His dream is that he's being, and while a man is sneaking into his bedroom, a man with a scar in his hand, and then that man is throttling him to death. Eric has no scar. And Claire Foster is about to leave, but then Eric makes a kind of last ditch attempt to grab her attention and and get her to stay he basically says that that dream is not just idle chit chat but something more something that she'd want to see happen
1: hoping weren't you hoping no for what for this for it all to come true no yes he's guilty because he can't make you happy i have to go you're afraid of him he won't let you go and you don't know how to get out of it
0: They kiss passionately and embrace but what he doesn't see while this is happening is that claire grabs a pair of scissors from her bag and then cuts right across his hand to create a similar scar to the one assumedly in her husband's dreams and with that she makes sure that her dreams will now become a reality the story itself <clears throat> is a nice idea This this concept of, you know, making your own destiny almost You know, I dreamt this But now I'm going to make it actually happen myself I think that's quite good um, But it's really, really melodramatic as a story Like, ridiculously so um, That's quite surprising Because um, Jack Laird doesn't really, you know, didn't like that kind of stuff He always used to criticised quite verbose and quite wordy uh, dialogue. Um, and particularly, you know, w- with Serling, that was one of the problems that, you know, sometimes uh, Serling's more lyrical style would great with, with Jack, executive producer Jack Laird. In this case, he seems to have completely ignored that. And for, for his man, Gene Kearney is very much, um, you know, very much one of the backbones of Night Gallery. He's kind of let him run riot with this um, OTT dialogue and chatter. Um, The result is it can feel almost quite like a soap opera when they're talking in the bar, (coughs) which is a real shame, because the ending itself is quite a nice, uh, a nice punchy kind of twist as (coughs) as it all comes together. Although, again, like a lot of these kind of things, you kind of have a very good idea where it's going to (coughs) go. As I was saying before, there's uh well there's a there's a couple of nice little touches to it. I was saying Alex Cord and Joanna Pettit were uh, were married at the time. Um it's kind of an interesting link also with uh the work that uh, Joanna did on the house, um which uh, that has a similar kind of dreamy quality to it. It has you know that kind of feel that it's um you know. Well, the idea of of the dream world and the real world coming together, and uh, I think that's it's nicely it's nicely done that in terms of the two the, the juxtaposition of the two stories. It's a good follow through between season one and season two. She's excellent in this story. Um, they they both work very well. Uh, in doing what they want to do and trying to convey that that story uh, what i'd say is that you know they, they are hamstrung by uh, a script which is unfortunately not as good as you'd like it to be which is a shame <clears throat> um there's not a lot really to talk about this story unfortunately um so you know i mean once you get past it's very simple i mean it, it is minutes long but a lot of it is literally just a conversation in a bar so um we'll probably call it there um i'd say for me personally i'm i'm it's okay i mean this just the i I enjoy it to the extent that it you know it has a kind of it does have a hitchcocky feel um particularly the ending uh you know those kind of random violence and that kind of stuff it's quite, quite cool in that sense um and you know, but if you can forgive the dialogue, it's got it's it's quite good. But you compare this to some of the stuff that Salem was doing, even even at its worst, it's, it really does clang at points, which is a real shame.
1: I I have been perfect. He knows it. There'll be a long fight. Ugly scandalous oh, you'll see to it that I get nothing nothing what difference does that make come with me I'm going on tour tomorrow Australia New Zealand halfway around the world but he'll be back next week who knows what he'll do stay here with me I can't oh don't go I've got commitments, but you'll be with me. No, I can't. Can't what? Can't believe in a dream? Can't see that some things are just destined to happen? (laughs) Oh, Claire, my sweet Claire. Don't you see, you and I, we're Destiny's children. We
0: were meant to be together. If you want to contact me you can do on email at chris at the zone Network.com or you can get us on the website network.com. there's links there to the Facebook and the Twitter uh, you can get to me on my personal Twitter at, at orange underscore monkey if you just want to chat um, next week is the 50th podcast for Guy podcast which is quite exciting uh, the good news is it's something I can really get my teeth into it's Pickman's model probably I think for a lot of people in the top 5 top stories from the entire series uh, it's uh, directed by Jack Laird an uh, indication that he really does understand how to do the scares when he really wants to Um. so if you've got any comments or you want to say anything about that please get in touch uh, I'll be recording it later in the week but until then take care and I'll speak to you soon bye